0: Hello, this is Ruin Willow with the, oh, fuck yeah, with Ruin Willow podcast. I'm excited you're here today. I have a very intriguing guest. He is known as Your Nightly Desires, and he does erotic audio work, and he gives fantasy role play. He creates it as audios, and he does not-safe-for-work animation. On my podcast, I talk about all things about sex, sexuality, how to help you have better sex with yourself and with others, how to enjoy your sexuality, your sensuality, all that fucking yummy stuff. But if you're under 18, baby love, it is time to leave the podcast now because we do talk about sex, we talk about sexuality, fantasies, we talk about porn. You want to hear us talk about porn? That's in this. Stay tuned. Okay, so I have a little sample from... Your nightly desires. You can also find him on Pornhub, Nightly Desires, and Twitter at Nightly Desires. He also has a Patreon. He's on YouTube. And we'll get into all of this, and his links will be down in the podcast show notes. We had a really fun time talking about creating audio, erotic audio, because we both do that. And we're going to narrate some of my work together. I'm excited. He's going to narrate some of my books with me and do the mail parts. So I'm excited to embark on that with him. And he's going to share his experience with posting his audio on Pornhub and how that happened for him. And he has a really funny story at the end that is personal about what <laughs> about what he does. And we talk about porn. We just flat out talk about porn. We talk about creating for both creators. So it's fun to talk with him creating audio, audio erotica, audio fantasy, role play. And he also explains how he makes his not safe for work animation and it's very painstaking it's amazing that he can do it but it's an amazing process to learn about so stay tuned for that so fucking hot and i have a little sample of his work are you ready are you fucking ready are you fucking ready baby let's fucking go
1: hey it's about that time when asked for that favor? John, there you are. Oh, I needed someone like you all my life. No, don't run. Where are you going? Excellent point, human. A fire for the night isn't so dangerous when the flames of war surround us. I'm in, Freddy. It'll be a quick in and out. The signal is cutting, though. I'm gonna have to tune out for a minute.
0: All right. Thank you for that. I have a quick word from my sponsor. Love your body. Love your body. Love your body. But if you do want to change it, you actually can. Men, you can make your dick bigger. You can make it longer. How? With Mail Hanger. Are you curious? Stay tuned to find out. It works. It's actually amazing. It's like bench pressing with your dick. Okay, let's go. Find out. Here we go. And a fuck yeah. I have something special to share with you. This is really amazing, interesting, and it really works. This episode is brought to you by Mailhanger. If you're looking for a bigger penis, stronger erections, and results you can measure, you need Mailhanger. Hanger. Mail Hanger is a penis stretcher that uses the concept of tissue traction to slowly add new size to your penis. MailHanger comes with access to a step-by-step how-to guide with detailed pictures and videos, as well as support by phone, email, and a live customer chat room available 24 hours a day. Unlike most other enlargement products on the market, MailHanger never leaves you hanging. (laughs) Use the promo code OFY10 for 10% off at mailhanger.com. Join the thousands using MailHanger, and start growing. You can do it, too. It's real. It works. It's true. That's at MailHanger.com. Mail like the gender, M-A-L-E. Hanger, like what civilized people hang their clothes on. All one word, MailHanger.com. Check it out. And don't forget to use the code OFY10 for 10% off at MailHanger.com. All right. Thank you for listening to that. All right. Now we are ready to get into the meat and juicy, nuts and bolts and sass and fun and fucking, all that kind of stuff into this interview. Stay tuned. Have fun. Learn. It's really interesting to hear what he does and how he does it, how he got started. in the animation is interesting. He does commissioned audios as well. So stay tuned, stay tuned, and let's fucking go. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited. I have an amazing guest here. I'm really excited to talk with him. And, and he does well, I'm not going to say what he does yet. <laughs> I'm going to let him say it. Your Nightly Desires. Welcome. I'm so excited to have you on.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, Ruin.
0: Tell us what you do.
1: Well, I primarily focus on erotic audio work, giving fantasy role plays as well as uh, not safe for work animation which is pretty much the long and short of it.
0: Right. Now, it's so interesting. How how did you get into each of these?
1: Well, when it came to audios, there was a night where I was recommended stuff on YouTube. My primary influences are Dangerous ASMR, Ruthie Wren, and mm. uh, she used to be, I don't know where she goes by now, but her name was Varyana. Mm. And they did a very similar audios that were like mine but only gender reversed and mm-hmm. i thought well these are neat it's not like you know writing a book well it kind of is but you know mm-hmm. you just you just role play as such and i thought i can do that and i tried it and thankfully it was successful and yeah, i'm oh, sorry no go ahead <laughs> as for animation stuff i i've always loved animation as a kid and i used to do safer work stuff and that wasn't really doing well and i didn't really like what i was doing anyway and i thought well what can i what can i really do that i'd enjoy breasts all right and i, <laughs> I went from there <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that makes perfect sense <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you write out your your audios or do you do like what i sometimes what i do on my podcast also i'll do it's like Erotic improv, or I just make it off the top of my fucking head, like the story, I just spin it. Or do you write it out and then like read it?
1: It's half and half. If there's something mm. I'm going to go into depth about, then I'm going to write it because I want to make sure that there's consistency in a story. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or if it's going to be a one off, then I'm going to think in my head, like, oh, A, B, C, D, there we go. Like, mm. oh, we meet, there might be a conflict, or we get along, the bada bing, bada boom in the bedroom, we're done. Mm. And so maybe half to three quarters of my stuff is improv, but if Mm -hmm. it's commissioned or something that's more of a series, then it'll be written down.
0: So commissioned, meaning someone has paid you to create something? Yes, Mm ma'am. Very nice. And so how do people request that of you?
1: Usually they go to my, they DM me on Twitter and Mm -hmm. they'll Say, hey, I want a commission. I'll be like, sure, what do you want? And they'll, they'll give me the scenario, how long they want it to be. I'll give them a price, and it usually goes on from there.
0: And then part of that deal is you get to publish it. Wow, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right.
1: Well, if they want me to, there's some that haven't been posted online because mm-hmm. okay. it's a little too personal for them. Like they might want their name mm-hmm. mentioned.
0: We'll be back after a quick break. This episode is brought to you by the Spring Cleaning Champions. Manscaped. This season, make sure the man in your life grooms his carpets, My new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, for the 20% off and free shipping. Have you ever been doing some oral pleasure and got some hairs in your mouth or your teeth? Well, <laughs> Manscaped can help with that. Try being clean-shaven or spring cleaning. After he uses Manscaped, you can say, hmm, let's get some busy with some spring fever in the bedroom. Try out Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. It is An amazing trimmer that features two interchangeable heads. One for taking a little off the top and the new foil blade to go smooth. If you want to go smooth for spring cleaning, make sure you try out Manscaped products. Bring on those smooth skin sexy slaps in the bedroom. And how do you do that? Use Manscaped products to shave clean down in your pubic area. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code RUIN. You have to use my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, all caps, at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code RUIN at Manscaped.com. Nothing like a little spring cleaning in his pants, right? In your pants if you're a man. (laughs) Spring clean your groin area. Try smooth. Try it with Manscaped. That makes sense. That makes sense. I know an author that does something similar and she, she will write, she writes size change erotica. I don't know if you've heard of that, like gi- giantess and goddess and um, um, growing and shrinking, like, you know, the man might shrink down and be a dildo. <laughs> I'm serious.
1: I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. So funny. I I've narrated quite a bit for her. And it's just the first one I ever did, I laughed my ass off because that was what was happening. And then like the woman would get bigger, like if she was growing. And so then it was easy for her to give a blowjob, right? And there's just so many different things that she plays with. And my whole point of saying this is that she does commissions too. And she'll write a story, whether it's just for the person or she has two different levels. And then she has one where it's higher, where she will, then she's allowed to put it on, or I don't know, she has some level where she's allowed to put it on Amazon and sell it. So Mm -hmm. she has two different levels that she does. And I think it's interesting that you're kind of doing a similar thing, only you maybe don't have the two different levels like she does. But but yeah, that's a whole thing. That's a whole genre of erotica that is just, it's actually pretty popular.
1: (laughs) It's pretty interesting to hear. And uh, I suppose I do something similar. There's been a couple of occasions where I would ask, "Do you mind if I record an alternative where I can post it online and mm. reap more benefits out of it? Like instead of saying your name, I can use the alternative like baby girl or whatever and they'll be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, that's fine."
0: Or you could even like, you know, cut out the name and like, you know, say a new name and insert it into the into mm. the audio, you know what I mean?
1: Like sell it in that way like, "Oh, your name yeah. is Tiffany, okay, I've got a Tiffany right here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you know that you can put them on through Findaway Voices? You can create audios and sell them. Like, I, in the...
1: I did not know that.
0: <laughs> okay, so yes, I have to give you this scoop. So I do narrate through Audible and Amazon, but they require you to have an ebook in existence first. But if you go through Findaway Voices, you can just publish audiobooks that do not have a hard copy or an ebook and they then appear on Spotify. And people can actually buy them on Spotify or there's a multitude well actually with erotic audio for me I have like 45 different sellers that you can go through but they must block me on some of them because I've only gotten through on like maybe 6 or 7. But it's that's a great option for you. You can put them out there and then people can buy them. You know like Barnes and Noble, Nookbook, um, um, audiobooks.com. There's a whole bunch of different ones, but, <laughs> and they, they do allow erotic audio because that's what I do. And I have several up there. And Spotify is a great option too, you know?
1: It's really interesting. I'll consider it. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So find a voices is how you check that out. And, you know, let me know if you need any tips. I've been, I just started using them. So, okay. Now I'm going to get back to your line of things. Say some of your sexy, because you have a lot of sexy things up on Pornhub, right? Say some of your titles because they're really intense and they're really dramatic and some of them are really aggressive. And say some of your titles, or if you don't remember them, I can pull it up on my phone. What are some titles and topics you've done in your audio work?
1: As of recent things, one of them that was really fun to work on was Stretched by a Gymnast Behind Your Boyfriend's Back, which... Mm Some people not be into because it involves cheating.
0: Yes. Sensitive topic, Some of
1: these are niche. Uh, fucked by a fat cocktailian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um,
1: one one more wholesome, depending on who you are. Your husband wants to impregnate you. <laughs> conquered by a Viking warrior. Mm-hmm. Uh, angsty goth chokes on your cock. You know.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> it's stuff like that. That's awesome. So, so do you come up with your own ideas, or does it, is it more predominantly people are asking you to create things, or is it a mix?
1: It's a mix. Some things mm. I'm like, well, what what are some things that I haven't seen, or things that don't look at videos because I don't want to be influenced mm. and maybe accidentally steal a whole plot of somebody's. <laughs> but I might see a recommendation of. Like, oh, a vampire or uh, an incubus and think, I can make my own story like that. Mm-hmm. So just think about it, write it, and there you go. But then there's some people who are like, my last commission was someone wanted me to be uh, pretty much a delusional woodsman.
0: Mm, okay, yes, I did see that one on your list.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like okay, I guess I can do that. And uh, I guess people liked it, so can't complain.
0: That's that's awesome. So I have to ask you, so you are putting these very explicit audios on YouTube and you're getting away with it? Like nobody's like banning you or anything?
1: I'm cutting out the loot Mm. words. Okay. It kind of has the plot and then just as it gets to anything spicy, you'll Mm. hear the Pornhub intro and then it just cuts to the end where everything's said and done
0: okay and, and then but you don't put the Pornhub link in the the notes right because
1: no because no, catch uh, you. yeah they would and I was monetized until I, I even put my Twitter link in my YouTube and they're like nope because yeah. of what you got on Twitter you're done and I was like yeah. all right that's fair and yeah I will say this is my 11th YouTube channel <laughs>
0: you're you beat me i'm on my fourth
1: (laughs) (laughs) well uh the the few other times it may have been the fifth or sixth was the final one where i would upload the entire audio with like Mm. no cuts or anything which is understandable but then Mm -hmm. (laughs) after a few more times i was trying to like figure out what can i do what can i do and then eventually i think youtube was like fuck you, just do what you want. (laughs) uh,
0: It's so frustrating, isn't it?
1: It is. But at the same time, I'm like, I know what I'm getting myself into. It's an eye roller, but at some point, like, you know, either I win or you win. So (laughs) far, it's been two years and I've been doing all right.
0: That's good. My first one I was on, I had 50,000 listens, year and a half. And they asked me and I was like, fuck, you know, and like they just <laughs> I was just gone. So then I tried it again and then they asked me and then I tried it again and then they asked me and now I'm on my fourth one. And so what I've learned to is no links. I even linked to a sex coach who was a fucking therapist and they asked me for that. I'm like, she's a therapist, you idiots. Like, you know, it's fucking.
1: It, it's, it's mental health.
0: Yeah, it is. Totally. So no links and stop putting erotica on there. Now I only put my interviews on there because I feel like they don't like the erotica either. So I'm just trying to do interviews only.
1: (laughs) So from what I've seen on YouTube, it's very weird. There's other male VAs who will go completely sexual. They've got hundreds of thousands Mm -hmm. of subscribers and yet somehow they get away with it but somehow YouTube will detect the smaller folks and just Mm -hmm. get rid of them which is really confusing because to think that if you want to get rid of that kind of content you would go after you know I wouldn't want to say the source but just like the bigger zit if you will and Yeah. yeah I don't know it's it's a very strange platform
0: I don't think it's totally biased and BS. So like, they have different rules. It's kind of like that on Instagram too. They have different rules for the big accounts and the little accounts and it's like, yeah, they don't they don't let you grow. They only let you grow for a certain amount and then they axe you. And for minor things that is yeah, like the other accounts are actually flat out doing and getting away with. So it's yeah, it's totally biased. There's no doubt about it.
1: Yeah, so in in case anyone wants to do this kind of content, YouTube is <laughs> not an ideal place. No. <laughs> if you want it to be throwaway, you do you, but Pornhub, did you say Spotify?
0: You can do it on Spotify. Now I have I have erotica on my whole, my whole podcast is on erotica or Spotify, and you can put erotica audiobooks on Spotify. Yeah. Like for instance, they're a little bit less stringent. Like I just did a podcast about the story was a gangbang, and so in apple they put little stars you know only was like a g the g at the front and the g at the end and the rest were stars right but they still published Mm -hmm. it and then for spotify they just flat out put gangbang so you know (laughs) they're a little bit more flexible apparently although i did have one band from from spotify and i have no idea why because it's more of a sweeter erotic story and they banned Mm -hmm. that one i'm like what i I just let it go. I'm like, whatever, you know, (laughs) you guys are psychotic. I don't understand why you're, you know, eliminating the one that's like a little bit like a kind of a sweet romance. That's, of course, they still had sex in it, but odd. I don't know. So I have to pick your brain about Pornhub because I have been Mm -hmm. recently thinking about, you know, just putting like an audio book or something up there, but I'm a little nervous. What brought you to doing that? And what's been your experience with Pornhub?
1: What brought me to host on Pornhub?
0: Yeah, like what made you think, oh, I should put it here. Like, were you nervous to do that? Were you nervous that your name was associated with it in some way or anything like that?
1: So I started in 2019 in late October, hmm. and I was I was very nervous because it might be a surprise to you, but I'm pretty conservative when it comes to this kind of stuff, like hmm. in person. Mm-hmm. But I still wanted to like express that side because nowhere Midwest there's not really much action. <laughs> it's just, just cornfields. So I was like, <laughs> I want to do my thing. I'll 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 put on Pornhub, see what's up. And uh it, it was surprisingly well. It went surprisingly well, but then I thought I can become a model on here. And then it asked for my info and I was scared shitless, but I did it anyway. Okay, And uh, I don't know, there's just been other VAs who were on Pornhub that I recognized on YouTube who put their very old Patreon stuff on there. And I Mm. thought, oh, that must be a really good place to, you know, put your stuff on. Mm -hmm. And I did it. There's really not much to say about it. It's just, it worked and I'd recommend it.
0: Right. So you've had good success, obviously, because you're Definitely got quite a few views and that's totally awesome, which is, that's fantastic. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I should try it. I'm a little bit nervous because do you have to give them your real name?
1: Uh, if you'd like to be, oh, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I think if you want to be monetized in a way, if you want to okay. have ad revenue, mm-hmm. then yeah, you'll, you'll have to give them like an ID, a picture of your ID. And I think you can blur mm. out the important stuff just as long as they see that it's your name.
0: Right. I suppose they have to pay you, right? So they have to have, have to prove you are you and you have to be linked to the way, you know, for, for them to pay you.
1: Mm-hmm. You can use your direct deposit. You could use, they, they can just send you a check in the mail. And Very interesting. From what I've seen, it's pretty private. So no one can That's see your real name
0: that's good i get really nervous because i interviewed a woman and she was doing a podcast just about because she's queer and she was doing a podcast about being queer and she went in for a job interview and it came up that she was doing explicit content online and she's like i'm talking about being gay and queer and they she was labeled as that i was like oh my gosh are you fucking kidding me
1: that sounds absurd i don't
0: i know right
1: And to think that, you know, that wouldn't matter to try to get a job. I mean, it's not like you're going to implement anything (laughs) sexual into the workplace anyway.
0: Exactly. That just really shocked me. So then like now, ever since I heard that story, I'm like scared. I'm like, well, you know, probably I'd already be called that anyways because of my podcast. So maybe I shouldn't even worry about it. But, you know, that's just like, you know, for her, she's talking about being queer. She wasn't even talking about fucking as a queer person. She was just talking about being queer. You know what? And that's just disturbing to me. That's fucked. That's messed up.
1: <laughs> well, I think that just has to do more with the uh, workplace than it does with, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what to call it, but it just it sounds more like a workspace issue. Yeah. That maybe they just didn't have a tolerance, I suppose.
0: That could be. I mean, they, you know, that's just maybe one place. So it doesn't mean other people would be like that or other companies would be like that. But, um, okay, so tell me what's your what do you have a favorite audio that you've done, or one that like really did well that you didn't expect?
1: Oh, boy, scrolling through, I think the one that I had fun the most working on was the short incubus series. Mm. People really liked one, and things that I think are just my favorites are the ones where I thought these are gonna do horrible because they're so stupidly funny to me Mm, but then mm -hmm. people are like i actually like this a lot i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) Um, like there's one called wizard master grows massive horse cock and i just i just thought well how massive can we make this thing (laughs) (laughs) and i was just like oh it's it's like the size of a tree trunk right (laughs) so pretty dumb but then like people are like this is really cool you need a part two and <laughs> just maybe
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounds like the growth erotica i was talking about where they grow you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and there's she does so many different things i mean it's just crazy what she does <laughs> she does femdom stuff she does i mean all these different things just She kind of, she goes all across the board too. She'll do lesbian, she'll do heterosexual, but it's just so funny sometimes, like some of the stories like when I would narrate for her, why I still do narrate for her, but it just like laugh because it's just like crazy, especially the one about a man shrinking down and becoming a human dildo. The first time I read that, I laughed so hard. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Like, (laughs) this. And then she just, des- she describes what the man feels when he's going in the pussy. And you know? it's just absolutely, it was just, I just was, uh, I was dying. I was laughing so hard.
1: <laughs> you know, each their own. Personally, yes. <laughs> not a fan, but.
0: No, I know, uh, but some people love it.
1: <laughs> right. And maybe it's the attraction to the impossible. Right. There's no way that someone's going to grow into like a 20 foot. No behemoth and then just, you know, (laughs) shove you up their organs. Like, no, just the fantasy of It's like, whoa, that sounds so fantastical and magic. Of course, of course, someone's going to be interested in it. Like, I think that's no different from just the average, like, oh, there's an orc or an an elf over there. Yes. Or a centaur, which was my last audio.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's exactly what it is. And some people like it because it also takes away their the control. So it's a dominant thing too. Like if you shrink down and someone's using you as a sex toy, you're being forced to be a sexual thing. You know what I mean? So then they're being a sub and they're being, you know, they have the giantess as being a dominant. So the crazy one that I just narrated, this lesbian couple was paid to go wreck Paris and they grow into these giantesses, which are like, I don't know, several hundred feet tall. And (laughs) what... And the end of the story, of course, Eiffel Tower, right? So she goes and she uses Eiffel Tower as a dildo. Oh, my God, I about died when I read it. I'm like, oh, it's the funniest thing ever.
1: You know... I see a lot of that in animation, too. I'll scroll down Twitter, and there will be someone walking down the street, and it'll be a giant buff dude, and he'll just grab a bus, and he'll use it as a flashlight. Right, and
0: exactly. <laughs> it's,
1: it's preposterous. It's right. hilarious. But I think someone likes that. Good for them yeah. for being so old to even make it, but in the end, exactly. to each their own. <laughs>
0: I think it's so funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. Tell me a little bit more about your animation and how do you make it to use like a program? I'm like so so non-techy, so I don't even know how you possibly could even create such a thing.
1: So for a while I only used a mouse to draw, which was Oh my marvelous.
0: gosh. Seriously? That sounds impossible.
1: Well, in enough tedious work and a little bit of your uh, brain going missing after a while you'll, <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll get it but i use a program called tv paint it's a very lovely program that it's it gets the job done i used to work in flash before that got terminated like a couple of years ago
0: mm.
1: but yeah finally got a tablet maybe a year or two ago and it works like a charm it's my beloved and if there's a tornado it's probably the first thing I'm taking down to the basement uh, <laughs> it's a it's a lifesaver because I when I was animating with a mouse, maybe every six months I would have to go through maybe three different mice because oh. of so much oh. clicking and so much wear and tear for it
0: that's some serious patience man I tell you
1: yeah it I did a game parody of Dark Souls mm. that took a year wow. And that was with the mouse, and it was only about five minutes long. But now I'm able to, maybe in two years, do a 15-minute cartoon, which I've been working on, uh, which is huge improvement. Mm. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for animation.
0: Well, what do you do with animation? Obviously, you post it on Twitter, but is that something that you do for commission as well?
1: Very rarely, because, as I've mentioned, I've been working on a cartoon that's almost done. That is also a game parody of the old game RuneScape. Mm. And if someone wants a commission, it's got to be something that I'm comfortable to draw Mm -hmm. and won't take too much of my time. If you want a small gif, I will happily do it. If you want a 30 second cartoon, you are out of your mind because I will not do that. Uh, Because one second of animation for me is about 24 drawings.
0: Wow. Yeah. And, she had to pay you quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, it's got to be a pretty penny. And I know I'm not the best animator out there, but it's still my time going to be, uh, I'm not going to say wasted because it's still experience, but it's mm-hmm. it's still my time consumed. And yeah, commissions are just not as often as audios.
0: Right. So it's kind of more of a passion project for you. Not that you wouldn't do them if the price was right.
1: Right. And I'm probably going to do them way more often once my personal projects are done.
0: Sure. Makes sense to me. So, mm-hmm. and then when you do them, are you do, you, do you plan out, you must have to plan out what's going to happen in it before you do it? Or do you do it on the fly?
1: Uh, most of the time planned ahead where mm-hmm. you come up with the idea and then you roughly make chicken scratch sketches of like mm-hmm. what characters are doing and then you have to time them out properly. Uh, then, draw over those with the actual character, and then do the thorough details and that's the long and short of that.
0: oh, that's fascinating, and obviously, you do you know people fucking obviously, right, and you said you, <laughs> you oh, yes. your favorite thing to draw is boobs
1: <laughs> boobs and the butts and squishy thighs,
0: <laughs> all the parts right. <laughs>
1: all the parts yeah. that make my my ears steam and my eyes pop out of my head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's that way for many people, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fascinating. So then do you ever consider or have you ever I guess I when I was looking at your animations, I didn't have the sound on. Do you have sound in them? Do you narrate to them as well or so I don't know if you have sound in them because I I guess I realized I had my sound turned down when I looked at them on your Twitter.
1: The looped versions normally don't have sound because it's just a gif mm. but then there will be extended animations that might be 30 minutes to a minute and those will more likely have audio i i also enjoy adding sound ingenuity to set animations it's just i don't know it's fun to bring those kinds of creations even further to life other than drawing them from my imagination
0: right so interesting. So when you're like, you kind of have like kind of an outline, like how they're going to have sex in the animation, what they're going to look like, that kind of thing. Is that kind of what you plan ahead and think of it in that way?
1: More or less. And sometimes I'll go to Pornhub or there's an old website called ImageFap where you can find really good reference for drawings. It's it's a lot of amateur and even clips of pro studio pornography where they'll have, you can just type in a pose and there'll be like, like the full Nelson pose. Mm. There will just be plenty of reference of different angles and different body types of people. And that can be used as a really good reference to help. It'll take less work off the brain. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it is as you suggested, It it's a lot of just, thinking about what the character is going to look like and how they're going to have sex and even what kind of camera angle because i think the camera angle is a very unique thing to do instead of it just a bland forward view
0: absolutely i mean it's yeah it's it's not really any different than people that are recording real porn real porn because they have they're, they're obviously all about the angle and all that too i mean obviously you don't have to worry about lighting but They worry about angle, exactly. I mean, I have a friend who's an amateur porn star and she and her husband create it. And she was telling me about that one time too. And she's like, some angles she just hates because she feels like she looks awful. You know what I mean? (laughs) Which I can understand. So angle matters.
1: Yes, it very much does. Especially if you want to capture someone's eye if they're scrolling through Twitter Mm -hmm. or even Pornhub. Um, There's just a lot of, Angles that people use over and over again, which there's no problem with. But after a while, sadly, there comes a point where I'm like, did I see this like a year ago? Even though it's a brand new right. uh, thing someone made. but True. Yeah.
0: And you put the animations I, on Pornhub too. I didn't see them on Pornhub. but I,
1: There's a couple. And okay. there's only a couple because those are more longer. They're just longer animations I thought mm. would be decent enough to view on Pornhub instead of throwing a GIF on Pornhub and then suddenly someone clicks on it and it's not even a second long. And they're like, well, what the hell was that?
0: Yeah, good point. Don't want to piss people off, right? And they're just not going to come back. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: So did you have any art training or is this something you just kind of developed on your own and just have a talent for?
1: The furthest I've ever gone when it came to being taught art was in high school where they try to teach me realism, and I said, this sucks. I don't get it. And they're like, well, mm. I guess you fail. But <laughs> I was like, whatever, I'm going to draw cartoons. And so I pretty much taught myself in my senior year of high school and slowly progressed to now. I would look up like a few tutorials on YouTube if I'm stuck, but otherwise I I, I mainly just figured it out all on my own.
0: That's very cool. And obviously you have a talent and affinity for it. That's pretty cool. Well, thank
1: Good you. Good for you.
0: <laughs> I think that's pretty awesome. So in doing your audios too, do you have like a whole list of things you're still going to do? Like for me, I have like way too many things I want to do. So I have this big long list of things I want to write, audio books I want to create. Are you like that too? Or are you like, you know, just not sure what you're going to do next?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> in the back of my script book, there's, a bunch of different ideas that I want to do in the future. But then as soon as I start to sit down and want to record, I look at them and go, ah, that's so much effort.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I get it. (laughs) I totally get it. Because editing audio is, I mean, talking about painstaking, it's painstaking to do, isn't it? Like it's fucking painful. Like
1: (laughs) It's just... I'd I'd rather look outside and just... I don't know, watch Ant's Fuck. I don't know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) After about a minute, I think that's like a day's worth of (laughs) audio done. One minute, boom, fine. Wow. But, God, it's... When I think of always dreading the next audio. Yeah. Not not because of the uh, acting, but the... Sitting down and just seeing that timeline of audio, oh yeah, and seeing that after like even three minutes of it being edited, you zoom out and see the whole project. <laughs> and
0: like, oh, oh my gosh, oh, I know wow. that. I so know that pain. Like right now, I'm editing a audio book that is twelve chapters long, and it's oh the longest one I've done, which was painful as all fuck. Oh, is when I did Magic and Her Kisses. I wrote, a, that's a lesbian BDSM story, a professor and college student. And it was like 60,000 words. And I think it ended up being around seven to eight. Well, maybe seven and a half hours long. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's so fucking painful. People do not understand. When you listen to an audio, which is like 20 minutes. Oh, that's so nice and so lovely. They have no idea how long you have spent to create that particular audio. (laughs)
1: Look, when comments, there will be comments to some audios and even like in other people's creations that are like 30 minutes long, which is Impressive as it is, uh-huh. there'll be comments that'll say, this was great, man, wish this was longer and oh, yes. deep inside. I'm like, fuck you. Because <laughs> <like, laughs> yes, <laughs> like, I, I know you don't mean anything by it. it just shows that you appreciate the work, but oh my God, it's a mental <laughs> marathon for people who edit audio, people who do that for like yes. a living, living every day. Oh, oh my God.
0: <laughs> I don't think I could do it. And I do it a big chunk, you know, like I do... I do the podcast, and then I do audiobooks, but I also write. But I don't think I could do it full-time. I think I would go postal. I would go crazy. No. I, I don't think I could handle it. Uh,
1: and on this subject, I would like to say that there's a voice actress named Dude That's Lewd. Okay. She she just might be the number one voice actress in, in my field, mm. uh, who is on Pornhub and YouTube. Mm-hmm. And she it it is fucking insane how productive she can be wow. because throughout october and december she has 30 audios one for every day
0: oh, wow yeah
1: and she uploads maybe once a week anyway after that mm-hmm. no it's, it's once every other day wow. and You can only look at her and think, where the fuck is your energy? Can I have some?
0: (laughs) I know, exactly. (laughs) How long does she usually do? Like when she uploads them, how long are they?
1: They can go from between like maybe 15 minutes to 30 minutes.
0: Mm, Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that takes a fair amount of time to edit. And I use editing software. I don't know if you use any editing software, which does help but it's still you still have to yeah. listen to everything and it's like yeah it's a line by line you know
1: just hearing your voice say the same thing seven times over and over <laughs> again just to make sure that it it was timed right just
0: uh-huh <laughs> 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 oh i so know <laughs> it's
1: it's terrible but hopefully it pays off.
0: (laughs) I know. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, when I first started it, I was like, my mentor told me, okay, so now when you narrate it, that's the easy part. You know, when you edit it, it's going to take two to four or more times than it did for you to record that. And I I didn't believe them at first. And then I'm like, when I started doing it, it was, it was right. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, are you kidding?
1: Do you also just start to like sweat when you edit? Like it just becomes a, <laughs> it's almost a workout of its own, but I think it's your brain just being really tired.
0: I know. It's so painful. And then like now when I, now when I do it, my, my ear is like, So hyper. I hear every fucking thing. And like so then I'll have somebody listen to it and they don't even hear it. And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. So you're probably the same as me, right? You hear every fucking thing and you try to get every fucking thing out to make it as pure as possible. But probably most of people aren't even gonna hear what you're
1: taking out. Like if there's a bit of like background noise, like if a cat Mm. meows, I just (laughs) God fuck damn it. But then no one hears it, thinking, How much how much can you get away with it, really? Because (laughs) You're aware of it. You, you said it yourself, Ruin, that you are aware that something might not sound right, but no one gives a shit because they didn't hear it. Right. So maybe it's that's just because you hear it over and over again. And then suddenly you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> now I hear something. Mm-hmm. So people who normally right. it once or twice they're they're going to enjoy it,
0: right? And if you think about it too, they're listening to the story, and if if they hear like a weird the sounds, I hate. I don't know if you get these are the stupid zip sounds. If you make a zip, there's a zip sound that you have to get out, or the clicks, driving mm-hmm. you fucking crazy. I st- I started using the Isotope RX8. Did I get that? Right? I was
1: I was just going to. Suggest that to you. I use the same thing for clicks. Yep.
0: it works really well. I still have some in there though, but I stay pretty close to the microphone because my voice is not projectile; it's more soft, so I have to be like close to it. I always think that's why I get more clicks than maybe other people who are maybe further away from the microphone. I don't know, but
1: yeah, it, the RX Eight was a lifesaver. Honestly,
0: oh yeah, for sure. It was on
1: sale maybe a year ago for ten bucks, and I thought fucking 10 bucks. Yeah. You
0: got it for 10 bucks?
1: 10 or 25.
0: Oh my gosh. We must be talking about a different one cuz mine was like on sale from 400 down to 200.
1: The RX8 audio editor?
0: Yeah, it's like Isotope RX8 I thought.
1: It's the same thing I've got. I'm sorry. Really?
0: I wonder yeah. how I I bought it directly from Isotope website. But the dude who is my mentor, that's where he said he got it from and he, that's how much he said it was. And, but I got it on sale, but really. So it was really that cheap for you? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wonder where you got it that it could be that cheap. Like or if IZotope. someone like
1: Isotope oh, had what? a sale maybe a year ago. Yeah.
0: Down to that cheap. Maybe it's yeah. because they have, don't they have like 10 now? Maybe that's why it was cheaper. Cause back when I got it, it was maybe the current one.
1: That's probably the case then.
0: Yeah. I bet that's it. Cause yeah. I don't, I didn't, I never upgraded it because I'm like, I don't. Do you really need to? Is it really going to add anything? I don't know. Maybe it does, but...
1: Let's, let's just use that as a cope. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll just, we'll just stick it with that. I mean, <laughs> that works for me. And now for a quick word from my sponsor, Mailhanger. Thank you, sponsor. Let's go. Have you ever wished you had a longer penis? Because you would like to do certain sexual positions that your penis does not allow did you know you can actually enlarge it? It's not a myth. It's real. This episode is brought to you by MailHanger. If you're looking for a bigger penis, stronger erections, and results you can measure, you need male Hanger. Mail Hanger is a penis stretcher that uses the concept of tissue traction to slowly add new size to your penis. Mailhanger Hanger comes with access to a step-by-step how-to guide with detailed pictures and videos, as well as support by phone, email, and a live customer chat room available 24 hours a day. Very important, right? You might have questions, you want to have some sort of visual or someone to talk to, you get it. Unlike most other enlargement products on the market, Mail Hanger never leaves you hanging. <laughs> Use the promo code OFY10 for 10% off. Of all of my listeners, people who use OFY10 or 10% off at MailHanger.com. Join the thousands using MailHanger and start growing today. MailHanger is male like the gender, M-A-L-E, and hanger, H-A-N-G-E-R, like what most civilized people hang their clothes on. <laughs> all one word, MailHanger.com. Check it out. It's amazing. It is unbelievable. And you can also check out my interview with the CEO of Mail Hanger on this podcast. Search for that. You can get all the info right from there. Check it out. All right. And now back to the show. So tell me some of your other ideas that you have. Where are you going to go next?
1: Um, I'm sorry. Can you? I don't know if i understand the question
0: like what topics are you going to do next like what would you plan to do next for, for your next audio
1: my next audio i have a couple usually i like to have them on the back burner so i don't have to record and exhaust myself every other week mm-hmm. i have one that's going to be out soon that's called it's just called cabin blizzard but mm-hmm. It's pretty much going to be a couple who are locked outside of a cabin that they rented out for a holiday. There's a blizzard, so they're stuck in their car with the heater mm-hmm. on. And I'm going to be all like, yo, you know what's pretty cool to like warm up? Yeah, sex. And <laughs> that's pretty much how it's going to go. <laughs> but one that I worked on last weekend that I enjoyed improving was was uh, yard work for a mom's friend.
0: Mm, okay
1: and it'll be the the first audio where i focus more towards the listener being older okay Mm -hmm. because usually a lot of female listeners like the older silver fox aspect of things sure and um with this one i wanted to kind of i don't know if it's Selfish is the right word, but I kind of wanted to indulge in my fantasies. And it's almost it starts off as like a classic cool boy, but I'm like, oh, this <laughs> school isn't that dirty. Uh, oh, you want me to mow the lawn? Take my shirt off. OK. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, wow. This is easier than I thought. It's almost like this lawn didn't need to be mowed at all. What? Your husband is out of the state for work. What a lame dude. <laughs> and just kind of goes from there. <laughs>
0: Very nice. That'll be great. I think that's great to have different variety too, especially, you know, people are searching on Pornhub, you know, like, you know, put something in there that someone's going to like, you're going to, you're going to, if you have, I feel like if you have, a lot of people say you should specialize, but I kind of feel like if you have a lot of different topics, it's better because most people have a lot of turn-ons, right? I mean, they're not just turned on by one thing. So, you know, you can, if you have multiple topics, I might come in and see your other stuff and be like, hey, look at this, look at that, look at this, I like this, you know? It's
1: a library within the library. And Mm -hmm. if you like like the content creator, then you got plenty of goodies that you can listen to one day and then maybe a few months later you go back to it and enjoy it again. It's also... Speaking of variety, that's also why I'll occasionally do a, a gay audio.
0: Mm, sure. I'm, yeah.
1: I'm I'm personally straight, but mm-hmm. I thought, why not? Like it winds the audience and it'll make some guys happy. Great. Right. Even sometimes there'll be like, I'm a guy and I pretend that I'm the girl. I'm like, oh well, I'll I'll do a gay audio then.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, it makes me think of. I had this discussion with someone recently. I don't even remember who it was. It was one of my interviews, and we were talking about porn, and she was saying that she has a lesbian couple that likes to watch gay porn. There's just something about gay porn, male gay porn, that turns them on, right? You like wouldn't expect that. You wouldn't expect two lesbians to sit there and want to watch two men fuck, but they do. They love it. Oops. So.
1: There's nothing wrong with that, but it is bizarre no. in, a, in a fascinating way.
0: <laughs> exactly, they like, and what they like, I don't know, is something like they like the. There's just something about the, the, the power dynamics, or just something about the way it has to be done. I don't know, whatever it was, it just really turned them on, and I'm, that's like opposite of what you would think. Two lesbians are going to want to watch two men fuck, right? I mean, right. that's you know, it's kind of mind blowing, intriguing, but. It's true. We don't all just have one little fantasy. You know, we have multiple fantasies and they have nothing to do with our sexual orientation.
1: I'm my brain's still kind of just stuck on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's, I have to like admit, what, I like that.
1: That's funny. <laughs> like like what you want, but what
0: <laughs> I know, right? I know. I was really taken aback when she told me that too. And I was like, wow, you know, like that's that's fascinating. I just never would have Never would have thought that that would be a thing. The other thing is, too, I know people who write gay male erotica. You know who their highest number of fans are? Like the most people. How do I say that? What their main, the main.
1: Primary audience.
0: Yes, their primary audience. You know who it is? Probably women. It's it's straight women. Straight women love to read gay male porn. And I've talked to several authors who write this and they're like, it's true.
1: That's that is fascinating. You know, Isn't that it? actually kind of have a first hand experience with that. Mm. I would just be hanging out with my friend Cody and mm-hmm. he has a fiance and we would just be playing games in the living room together and his fiance would walk by and say, you know, it'd be pretty hot if you two would just fuck. And <laughs> we're both straight and we just look at her like, What? And she'll just laugh and go into the kitchen and we'll just kind of like just like fuck you, and just <laughs> so I don't think she's joking either because she she says it a lot, right? And it's I don't know. That's that's just uncharted space. That's <laughs> that's a scary place. I don't know what the deal is,
0: <laughs> but it's a thing, right? I mean, it's a thing for her, yeah.
1: Well, but then again, like, what's the difference between that and like guys watching lesbian porn?
0: Well, right. True. That's a good point. There's so many men that love lesbian porn. It's true. Yeah. And I've I've talked to people about this too. And what, you know, sometimes you can maybe speak to this too, but some men I've talked to have been like, well, I like it because it's what I like to do. So, you know, they're imagining that they're the lesbian things that they like to do to a woman. So that's what turns them on. Or they just like to see two women like touching each other in that way. You know, I think it's interesting, but it's totally a thing.
1: Well, uh, Personally, when it comes to that kind of content, lesbian porn is pretty, it's pretty gnarly, but uh, I think that maybe it has to do with some guys being not comfortable with there being another dude in the room.
0: Oh, okay. Got it. Maybe don't want to see the dude naked.
1: Right. Which the dude naked, the dude moaning personally, when it comes to Mm -hmm. a lot of Porn. I don't mind if there's a dude in there, but mm-hmm. please shut the fuck up. I don't need <laughs> you to be like, oh yeah, blah, blah. like I don't. I don't need any of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but see, then the women want that, right? So the women yes. want that, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a very, I guess it's women. The audio's there if you want to listen to the the dude banging the girl. Guys, mm-hmm. there's the mute button if you don't want to hear it.
0: <laughs> True. That's a good point. There's always the mute button.
1: But there's there was also a discussion years ago, maybe back in 2015, I heard like an hour-long video of like people debating this and it was if it's weird for straight guys to watch two women fucking but if one of them has a penis, like mm. a trans woman
0: or yeah.
1: I guess how the porn industry might sometimes call them a she-male mm-hmm. and they're like yeah that's gay but then someone made a really good point and it was well as guys we as as straight guys we or gay whatever uh we want to penetrate the mm. person
0: sure yeah, yeah
1: how are women going to do that and sure there's strap-ons but that's like not as intimate so right i guess the, the not impasse but Just the handshake deal of it is there can be two women, but one of them has a wiener, and I think that's completely fair. Like I'll I'll watch, I watch that, and have that mindset. Like you know, it's fine. I don't want to see a a built like a barn bald red guy (laughs) sweating, (laughs) just (laughs) screaming.
0: I can understand. <laughs> it is a really interesting thing, though, because I mean, also for men, they're probably thinking, you know, it just is more I identify with it more because of the penis and the penis going inside and feeling rather than this just plastic dildo that isn't mm. feeling anything. I mean, you no, know, I know for women that maybe put like a vibrator down in there when they're doing pegging, then they're having the sensation. But the person watching it, they know that they're not having any sensation as the dildos going in, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. It's, it's not as intimate. It's not just, it is what it is. It's artificial. And mm-hmm. a lot of people can see it as that and see through the action. Right. It's, it depends a, on who
0: you identify with, I think, right? Like if you identify with the person getting fucked, or if you identify with a fucker.
1: Well, even then, like if, if you're the one who's being received, yeah, who's receiving. I don't know, you, you might just feel it as a toy. Yeah, and- Right. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. Yeah, it's not a person. It's not flesh. It's not a body. It doesn't have feeling. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. That makes sense to me. So how do you feel about because I know how I feel about this, which I, I like it. But what how does it feel for you when you know you create these sexy audios and you know people are enjoying them in the most intimate way? They're getting off. It's turning them on. How does that make you feel? And is it a good feeling for you?
1: I never thought about it.
0: Oh, you haven't?
1: I I, I suppose it's flattering, but sometimes, and it's even more flattering when someone bothers to comment. Yeah. But then there's some comments where I'm like, "You said too much." Like I, Mm. I don't, I don't need to know the details of your throbbing pecker or, or anything like that. I I just say you enjoyed it. But (laughs) people, I suppose I. It is enjoyable to know that my audios aren't. uh, I I suppose they're just. I'm glad that they're being enjoyed for the reason they are being enjoyed. YouTube, YouTube, however, people will be like, yo, this is hilarious. I'm like, what? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But then Pornhub, they're very passionate and they're very. Yes. uh, Like, the comments I do like are the ones who are like, I made an account just to say this was awesome, I mm. really enjoyed myself, might try this with my boyfriend, I'll give nice. him a thumbs up.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: It makes me sad that some people are like, I enjoy this more than real sex, but don't tell my husband. I'll be like, oh, no.
0: <laughs> right, right. Well, there's a lot of people out there that don't try very hard or don't have you know, open minds. So I can see how that be a thing, you know, Mm -hmm. sadly, that's true, but you're giving them something that's very valuable and that they can explore their fantasies and pleasure. You know, that's kind of how I look at it. I really Mm -hmm. love that I can help people feel good and, and explore their fantasies and maybe ways they aren't normally, wouldn't normally be able to in real life.
1: Right. And there's been some comments where that's a very, uh, I suppose, inspiring. And it was, they say, I, I clicked on this knowing that I wouldn't like it, but it turns out I actually do. Mm, yes. Like clown fucking.
0: <laughs> right. I know. it's ex- <laughs> Curiosity. And then they end up liking it. I love it.
1: Yeah. Clowns, aliens, demons. They're like, mm-hmm. what is this? And then they, afterward, they're sweating and red face and they're like, well, damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a whole level of fantasy that they can go to in those kind of things. You know what I mean? Like, there is, it's just so different. I think that's why so many people really like that type of content, too. Is that it? You can just your brain can go somewhere different that it can't yeah. when it's, you know what I mean?
1: That's another thing about erotic audio too, is that it allows you to don't need to visualize things because I think that porn definitely de. Dest- is it destimulates you like you're not as stimulated as like something ordinary anymore right Uh, it, it dulls your senses a little bit and when it comes to audio you can just lay down sit down whatever close your eyes and you can just hear what's going on which I think is also very important in an audio is that you should have ambience you should have a nice scenery sound and really tell the listener what's going on without them thinking too much and distracting themselves from what's important in the end. And yeah, they just they use their imaginations.
0: Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's just because it's interesting. People, I think people engage on a different level and immerse themselves in in a different way when it's something they read or listen to. And it's a different experience to read a book as it is to listen to the audiobook. So it's so true that, you know, you get to use your imagination more than if you're just looking at a video, a porn video. You, you don't, yeah, you're you're given all these things in the porn video. You don't use any of your own imagination. You aren't, yeah, you're just not as immersed in it. It's it's like passive, it's more passive.
1: Yeah, because when... It's almost like when you read a book compared to watching a movie, you see the movie and you see just like an actor like Ryan Reynolds and you're like, oh, that's Ryan Reynolds and you don't actually Mm -hmm. think of it as the character. But then when you read the book, it's an established character, not based on an actor or actress. It's it's just, oh, they have blue eyes, they have wavy curly brunette hair, they have beautiful plump pink lips and you're like, whoa, whoa. This is a character that I'm going to imagine right now. And you have your own in- interpretation of it. And that's the same as erotic audios.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, it's, it's almost like you can't, you can't ever tell too much in audio because you're still going to have that piece where you're, the person is still going to visualize what they're going to visualize because you're not, they're not looking a living person or an animation.
1: Yeah, Exactly.
0: That's totally awesome. I think that's cool. So do you get, I mean, everybody gets haters. Do you get like people that like pick on you? Because I get people that pick on me too, you know, like they complain about something. There's always going to be haters, right?
1: Well, I, there's two categories, if you don't mind me talking about them. There's the ones toward me and then there's mm. the ones, no, or not towards me really, but towards my content and then towards people who listen to it. Mm, Okay. The first one is people who take things out of context and make something out of nothing. Mm -hmm. And it's... uh, There was an audio that was made where it's... I think it was commissioned anyway, but I play as an asshole pretty much. And the listener is a newly employed maid of my manner. Mm. And the commissioner specifically asked me, can you just be harsh? Just be, just be a dickhead, please. I'm like, okay, that's what I'm best at. So, okay. <laughs> uh, at some point just added a glass shattering sound effect and rage and just say, you're nothing but a poor, useless slave. And then all the comments, there's just some people who are saying, well, as a black listener,
0: <laughs> right?"
1: they, assume that it's like well i understand why they may be uncomfortable but it's not in that light it's just i don't know i'm dominant you're a submissive employee like you're a slave to me i hardly pay you anything and people just were very upset by some of the word choices i use that personally i don't even thought was that bad because a slave Mm. isn't necessarily toward a specific race Mm -hmm. mm-hmm It's just, you know, a person, whatever. And other than, I don't even know if that's really hate. I just think that's more being criticized for what kind of vocabulary I I use. But then there's the haters on other people who listen. And it's, it was one of my gay audios where you believe that my primary audience is women So Mm. they'll click on it anyway, and they they would say, they would show their support that, you know, even though I'm a woman, I find this hot, which goes back to our earlier conversation, Mm. that they just like that, even in erotic audio, even if they're being portrayed as a guy, they still enjoy it because it's, it's just interesting. But there's just enough of those comments where the gays who listen to my audios would come in and say, Yo, can you women back the fuck off? Because this is our turf, pretty much. Mm, wow. And I was like, Yo, what the fuck? Fap in peace. Y'all right. like the same thing. What's the issue? Right. They're they're showing support. I don't get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't get that either. Mm-mm.
1: It's it's very silly.
0: It is. Like for sure,
1: you, you don't see a, a, another woman coming into like a lesbian video and saying "chill out," right? It, It's it's bizarre. I guess that's my favorite word tonight. It's it's bizarre.
0: (laughs) It is bizarre. It's totally bizarre. And for people to get mad at you for being that character really makes no sense to me because a character can be whatever the fuck we want it to be. There are mean characters. There are crazy characters. There are characters who use bad language. So it's odd to me that people would come at you like that because portraying a character. So um, that doesn't make any sense. It's not... One thing I wanted to ask of you with this, and this is what happens to me a lot. Like people who read what I write or my audiobooks, they think that I like everything that I narrate or write. And I'm like, no, that doesn't mean it's my fantasy just because I chose to write that character, write that story, or do that audio. I'm playing a part. I'm playing a role. And I think it's because sex is so personal. People think that everything that I do, is my fantasy. And I'm like, that's not true. I've, I've written many things that I don't ever want to do in my life that I don't even fantasize about. You know, some things obviously I do, but it's weird to me that people make that leap from, they think because you're writing about sex, that you want to do everything that you have created. Does that happen to you at all?
1: Well, ma'am, what you just said Sounds like you've got a lot of silly goose readers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Maybe uh, they just want me to like that. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs>
1: uh, not that, not from what I've read, I I don't get anything like that. But mm, okay, that I don't know. That's really silly. Like I know, pe- right? Pe- people in the art side of things, I've seen other artists go through that where. Like they're like, oh, you you draw a lot of this so much, I guess you're really into it, which could a lot of the times is the case, but some people just do it because they know it's popular. Right. But then when it comes to your writing, you're just creating a scenario. You're you're trying to whether whether it's something common, whether it's a niche, I don't think it matters as long as you're putting your own unique twist on it and thinking that it's a cool little read that you're going to do. I don't get why someone would just assume that you're hardcore into it.
0: And it happens to me all the time. And maybe it's because I'm a woman or maybe it's because they want me to like what, you know, they think it's hot and they want me to be into that particular scene. That's probably the
1: reason. Right. Like
0: like everything I'm writing is all my secret desires, you know, like I just want to do everything. I mean, yes, I have a lot of things I want to do, but that's weird to me that people assume that just because I wrote that scene that I would want to do that I'm like no I'm creating a story it's creating art I'm creating characters it's not memoir
1: it's probably not bias but that's probably definitely a guy thing because mm. if a guy were to do the same thing in your position you probably wouldn't get as many comments saying that you would probably get comments They'll probably just think, yeah, that's about right. Horny dude writing horny things. But then when they hear a woman doing it, they're like, <laughs> oh, and they just, they're fa- fascinated by it. It's yeah. just because there's probably still this mindset that women are more reserved. And right. I'm, I'm sure that's still true in various places, but um, w- once they hear uh. A woman start like talking about their fantasies, suddenly, they're all like eyelash fluttering, just leaning over <laughs> the table. Please go on,
0: yeah <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think that's totally true,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> oh. <laughs> that might there might also be like the opposite effect to that too, where like someone might read or watch something that someone made and be like oh this is amazing and then when it's a guy they find out that the author is a guy they're like oh mm. and they're not as willing to partake in that reading anymore but then when it's a woman suddenly they're more invested in it
0: that's a good point and i think that's really true because you know i don't show my face on anywhere but i show my i show my body and people know that i'm a woman so you know To me, that's part of my writing and part of what I'm creating is that people know that I am a woman, you know, not that, you know, I don't, not that they can see my full face or anything, but to me, that's part of like, I don't know, what do you call it? Your brand or your creations to know that for people to know that I am a woman and I'm, you know, that's who I am.
1: I don't know what you would call it, a shtick.
0: Yeah, maybe. We both know what
1: we're talking about. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) So, how do you record yours? Do I use I record in Audacity? How do you record?
1: I use Audacity as well. You do okay for a microphone. I since 2015 or 14, I've always used the same microphone for various things. It was a Blue Snowball. Mm, Yeah, it finally had its last breath. Maybe a month ago, and mm. I finally upgraded to a Blue Yeti.
0: Okay, yes, the Yetis. Do you like it?
1: It's different. It's a big, metal, chunky thing, but it, mm-hmm. it definitely sounds crisp. It has many settings that are easy to use, and I'd recommend it, even though audio engineers will be pretty prissy on the newest microphones, but this one's affordable and easy mm. to use.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, I'll probably keep using mine until it dies, but sometimes I wonder... If I'm giving myself more work because I may not be recording as nice of an audio, ergo I get more editing needed with my particular microphone as if I were to get more a more expensive one. Have you you know anything about that? Is that like a thing?
1: Like, will people notice that your audio quality could be better?
0: Right, or do you think it do you think it plays any role in what you need to edit out? Like, is there more to edit out? Like, do you get? Does it sound, need more editing with a cheaper microphone? I don't feel like it does, but.
1: Kind of, but not really. When it came to the Blue Snowball, there was a lot more white noise in the background. Okay. You, you could hear my computer humming, and that was always annoying. Mm. Yep. But that was always fixed with RX-8. But yep. now with the Blue Yeti, it has different, way more options where like it can be binary, where I could. Whispering your right ear or the left ear if I wanted to. Oh. It could be more focused on my voice. It could even go forward and back for like in person podcasts.
0: Mm, okay. And
1: then the final one is just all around. So if I change the setting, which I won't, you you can hear the TV in the other room.
0: Oh, how interesting. And that was your old one, or this is the new one you mean?
1: This is the new one where you can just have okay. all those various options.
0: Oh, that's pretty and
1: cool. On top of RX8, gorgeous.
0: Nice. Yes. Interesting. I totally need the RX-8. I don't know if I could do as much audio as I've done if I didn't have that. I mean, seriously. Yes.
1: <laughs> was like, it was a time saver and lifesaver because whenever editing audio, you'd have to find it. I'll yep. be honest, sometimes when I would do an audio, I would want it to be in a loud location, like mm. at like a, a nightclub or something, so I can put nightclub ambience in the background, so you don't uh-huh. hear my computer going brrrr the whole time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I can totally understand. That would work good. Yeah, I don't put too many sound effects in mine, because I really just haven't, I guess. And I don't know, maybe it's something I should add more in, but because you have sound effects, right? Because obviously, yeah. I've listened to some of your audio when I was checking you out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, but to answer your question though about the microphones, I don't. From the way you sound to me, you're completely fine. Oh, I don't think That's I don't good. think a lot of listeners are too picky on even the quality of it. Just as long as you can get the fantasy across, as long as you can mm-hmm. get the story across, you're fine. Yep. But there Very will true. be some elitists in the area who will be like, well, you should use this audio microphone <laughs> instead. Brr, brr, brr. And you'll be like, all right, right. whatever, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just out of a question. Do you ever try to do... Now, let's see. I'm trying to remember when I listen to your audios. Do you try to sound like a woman? Do you try to do a woman voice? I can't remember if you did or not when the audios I listened
1: to. May I ask which ones that you listen to so I know what you're referring to?
0: Well, there was one with a sister... And then I think I listened to, oh, gosh, I think I listened to, to mainly heterosexual ones. So, there were, oh, there was like, was there one in an airport? Is that right?
1: The airport. Yes. That was yes. my first mission.
0: Oh, nice. Very cool. And then I think it was a sister and maybe it was a stepsister in a room when yes. you're having a party going on. Does that sound familiar?
1: Yes. That, that one was recently, I believe. And when it comes... I don't think I used any. Oh, when it it was my older audios, I did have female moaning. Mm, Okay, sure. My my friend sent me a pack saying, I got this for you. It's just samples of women being pleasured. And that's where I wanted to go when I first started audio. So maybe my first four or five or six You could hear the listener moaning, but people Mm -hmm. didn't like that because they felt like it wasn't them. And that's when I stopped because, number one, it was just easier not to edit. And Mm -hmm. secondly, I understood their point completely and just just made more sense just Mm -hmm. to help the viewer.
0: True. And it totally depends on your audience. Like, I've noticed that too. Like, there's some women who listen to some of my audiobooks that I have a lot of moaning in, and they just can't, they can't even like tolerate it. They hate it. And then I get men who are like, oh my God, I fucking love that. You know what I mean? Like, it depends on your audience.
1: Yeah. It's almost like, well, what sacrifice are you going to do for this audio kind of deal,
0: isn't it? Right. So it's like, you got to find this balance. But I know that, you know, you're never going to please everyone. You're not going to fit in every audience and everybody's fantasy. Not everyone's going to like it, but yeah. there are people
1: that do <laughs> <laughs> It's I don't know. it's it's strange how picky people can be on pornography oh, it, it, it isn't strange, but it's it's always amazing to see,
0: oh, it is. It's just fascinating. and. I think it's interesting too how some people like they'll know immediately within like a couple of seconds if they're going to like the porn or not. And it's interesting how quickly people judge because they don't, people don't judge that quickly when you're watching like a regular movie or reading a book, but with porn, I feel like it's like, Right away, people are like, yes, yes, or no, absolutely not. And they move on.
1: It's probably because they're already in a mindset. They're already feeling aroused and they don't want to see something that will immediately Hmm. turn them off and ruin their buzz, if you will.
0: True. That's very true.
1: That's just a theory.
0: I think you're right. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) This has been really super fun. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you want to talk about or that you want to mention? Obviously, you have the Patreon and uh, that's at your nightly desires in your on Twitter at nightly desires and pornhub. What do you call that pornhub? I didn't write I, that I, down.
1: I'm also called night your nightly desires on pornhub. It's at nightly desires on Twitter because it was just too long for your. Mm. And if you want to have a more safer work version. Of my stuff on YouTube, there's Your Nightly Desires or at the real Your Nightly Desires, because some kids stole my my name. (laughs) Uh, And as for Patreon, if you want to support me on there, you're more than happy to. However, uh, it is both audio and animation progress, and it's been a little dry as of late. But uh, obviously, that just means you don't have to support me, and just listening is just as good. Right. But I think that's it, really.
0: Awesome. Well, what has been really fun. I really enjoyed chatting with you and learning more about what you do. And obviously, we're gonna figure out how we're gonna collaborate some way and and do audio so people can. Well, let them know what the hell we're gonna do, right?
1: Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> it was <the> first experience. <laughs> so you you're, took so you're my actually... podcast virginity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sweet. <laughs>
1: you know what? Quick story for you my friend he found out a few years ago that i did pornhub because i told him and mm-hmm. he just did this goofy oh, and he immediately went to pornhub he said i'm gonna find you motherfucker
0: <laughs>
1: and i said why and he <laughs> said, just so i can find you i said okay he's like tell me your name i said no and it took him maybe two weeks and he said and like while we we're talking over the phone or something, he's like, "Man, I am scrolling through a lot of dicks right now," and <laughs> he said, "You're an idiot." And he's like, "Well, tell me, tell me your name, and mm-hmm. this will be over." I said, "Nah, I'm fine." He's like, "Fuck <laughs> you!" But then I got really excited because I said, "Guys, I, I hit the thousand top one thousand on Pornhub for models." Yes. And he's like, oh, I immediately went to. Pornhub and he looked up the models and he's like oh my god there's so many dicks there's so many dicks and then like we're playing games together and he said you motherfucker I found you Whoa. and I said really really chuckle nuts then what's my name he said you were Nightly Desires and Whoa. I said no <laughs> and he's like yeah it, is. yeah it is your birthday your fucking height your fucking nose I know it's you <laughs> because the, the picture I sent you for a thumbnail, that was my picture at the time. He's like, "I know that stash. I know that nose. That's you." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you motherfucker! And he came over. He's like, "What's going on, guys?" I said, "Hey, you want to know my name?" He's like, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs> then he <bee> fucking left. <laughs> he was so bad because he had to spend a month looking at dicks to find him. <laughs> I just tell him. <laughs>
0: that's that's hysterical
1: he didn't talk to me for like a few days but it was fine (laughs)
0: that's pretty funny i spent a month looking at dicks to find you (laughs) that's really funny
1: yeah it's it's great (laughs) it's
0: classic i love it (laughs) he still gets mad though (laughs) he probably always will
1: yeah it's fine, though. He's done things, too. <laughs>
0: yeah, I bet. So that's a good story. <laughs> but thank you so much, and you have a good night.
1: Thank you. Good night. It was a pleasure to be here.
0: It was so fun to have you. You have a good day. Good evening. I guess it's evening. All
1: right. Good evening. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had fun. I hope you enjoyed our entertaining each other. We had a great chat. We really did. Talking about porn is fun, too. I like talking about porn with other people, and we're obviously from different walks of life, so it's just interesting to hear his perspective, and I have my perspectives, and to hear all his perspectives on creating erotic audio, and I do the same thing, so it's just fun to compare notes, and just interesting to talk to another creator. So check out soon, I don't know, in the next couple of months, maybe hopefully next month, (laughs) our joint audio of him narrating my audio stories, his voice, in with mine. We're going to be mixed together. He's going to be the male. I'm going to be the female. And those books will go live. Don't forget to look down in the podcast show notes to find out where he is. If you're curious about what he does and want to find out more, you can look on Pornhub, YouTube, Twitter, all those places where he is. And don't forget to check down in the podcast show notes for my links. Mine are in the link tree where you can find where I am all across the internet. My erotic audiobooks, erotic books, and my subscription levels all across different platforms. Including this podcast platform, you can get the extras for only $3 a month. You can get the extra episodes that are exclusive, extra hot. And just for people who subscribe to that So check it out. Thank you again for listening. If you enjoy my podcast, please subscribe and give me a rating. Give me a review. It really helps me grow. Thank you so much for listening to this. Don't forget to fucking masturbate, right? Don't forget to enjoy your body. Don't forget to come today. Come today. That's a thing, right? You should. I did. You do it. Let's do it. Let's all fucking do it. All right. You have an amazing fucking day. Love ya. Bye-bye now. Ready for some spring cleaning of your beard and groin hairs? Try out Manscaped Products, where you can get 20% off with my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, to get 20% off and free shipping. In order to get the discount, use the promo code RUIN, R-U-A-N, to do that spring cleaning to you get yourself ready for sexy times.